the head. Hi. 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 How was your week? Hi. Hi. How was my week? Yeah. Um. Well, I'm here now. So. Uh, two hours after we started uh, the Zoom call. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't blame that on me, Mr. Super Mario. Yeah, I was playing Smash Bros. It's my most disgusting habit, but I get, like, this masochistic, like, kick out of uh, getting beat up and then getting mad about it. You know what? I want that. I, I no, I, I want the ability to have that. Well, because I'm pretty good now. Like, I'm good enough that, like, it stings when I lose and I can, like, see what I did wrong. And so it's this extremely fun circle of self-loathing and anger and masculine rage and then I just go back and play another round until I win and then I feel vindicated for two seconds well no I wanted to sting I don't want it to win I wanted to I want somebody to make me lose and make it sting and make me feel something I don't care about winning just make me feel bad for losing that's why you're on gangbang so and make I it can sexy do cock and ball torture to you every week I love you. That is not what I want. <laughs> it's our digital masochistic session every week. I'm the bratty dom. I'm the bratty cat girl dom. <laughs> David, I'm you're non-binary. fat and you have a small cock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fat ESL bitch. You are a fat, barely literate, small cocked loser and I am your cross-dressing cat girl. Here it up. Bully you. Oh, god damn it. She gets Dasha on the pod and she gets <laughs> brave. She gets brave. Here I am any- wanting to talk about Star Wars and WandaVision and Madonna, but <laughs> no. No. I'm too no. ashamed for having a small cock. First of all, who said? Who said? Hamas said that my dick is bigger than yours. Who is Hamas? I don't know him. Her. Well, them. Who knows? It. It said so. That is very offensive to me. I will um, not sleep. (laughs) Is it non-binary phobic to make fun of your little dick? I'm just kidding. I don't. I've. N- I have not I seen the picture because I was not in the Discord when you drunkenly leaked your nudes. <laughs> and I was so proud of myself too. I, I. I. I leaked. I put up a picture of my dick, but I also put a Metamax emoji over my. Uh, what's it called? Like the slit clit. Ew. You know, the piss like, slit. Yeah. No. But the urethra. Uh, oh. Oh. Uncut. That. And so, like, what's it called when it's like the, the oh, I don't know the sheath, the skin, the sheath. <laughs> <laughs> Unsheath your sword. <laughs> oh, come on, Palpatine! Unsheath your, um, your lightsaber. <laughs> I can hear the noise now. Every time we get a boner, it's just Palpatine's lightsaber going. Brow. Is it the noise in your head most of the time? Like the lightsaber noise? I have no noise in my head. I have my I have a lot of Evangelion sound effects. Smooth brain, in my head. no thoughts, no concerns. <laughs> That's not true. Riddled with self doubt and alcohol. Well, that's only Friday through Sunday. Then I wake up on Monday and I exercise and I'm like, my life is perfect. I wouldn't have it any other way. And then it gets to like, it's time to record a new episode of Gang Bang. And I'm like, I want to kill myself. Yes. (laughs) I love that like you're unemployed and have no friends where you're at, but you still like try to live like a basic nine to five life during your Monday to Friday until Gang Bang comes and assails you. Um, excuse me. Where did the no friends come from? Is it not true? Absolutely not. Oh. Why, why is this part of the narrative all of a sudden? I I will take the unemployed. Who I have are your no friends? job. I am unemployed. Wait. But I'm also <laughs> drug free. 
Uh, uh, what's this about having no friends? I mean, do you have friends in person right now? I thought they were all back in Italy. Okay, in person, yes. Okay. Oh, no, 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 obviously not the um, internet. Because in, in which case, both of us are fine. But I mean, in terms of uh, in-personhood. Well, I we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. I can't even... Don't care, not an excuse. Story, you cunt. Pandemic's not real. Next. Plandemic. Madonna told me it's not real. Yeah, plandemic. Madonna demic. told me the pandemic is not real, and she told me to uh, drink bleach because that African lady told her to. So... Um, we where are all of Madonna's babies from again? I forgot. Malawi. Yeah. Was it a woman um, in Malawi? She said COVID's so not many real. People drink got bleach. Canceled this week. Uh, oh, I didn't get. I, I, I got canceled. I got canceled. Not really, but I got. I got. Uh, four, Did you? No, I got four people being angry at me in my comments as well. <laughs> canceled. Oh, liberal culture at it again. <laughs> Oh, God, what did you say? I said Donald Trump Jr. is hot. Ugh, not this again. I have to talk about this. I have to let people know the truth. Do you know what the truth is, David? Do you know what the real red pill, what the real truth pill, what all of the the pills are? It's that Donald Trump Jr. (laughs) I'm already slurring. Donald Trump Jr. is an attractive man. And I'm not afraid to say so. I won't be silenced. You you are right. But <gasps> as a f- I, I will have my say. As a foot connoisseur, I have zoomed into his handpicks. And I know there is nothing else there for me. Us kids so don't I know what we're talking about. Thoughts. That we're too young to understand how the government works. <laughs> we call BS. <laughs> Where are Donald Trump Jr.'s foot pecs? <laughs> it's not fair that we got Hunter Biden. Because I, I get it. Hunter Biden appeals to, like, girls. And I still haven't seen that. Well, okay. I, I've still never been linked it or looked it up myself. So I still haven't seen it. Well, so you know it's what? So like, just a metaphor. Like, Lady Gaga was singing about... Lady Gaga and J-Lo were being like, Oh, America. And I was like, were them foot pigs? Were them foot them good foot pigs? <laughs> well, I was just thinking because it's like, um, Hunter Biden appeals to straight women. He's like for a girl who's in college and sometimes she smokes. Like, she has like a cigarette what with her drinks. like for a girl. She's done cocaine twice. That girl loves hunter biden but anyone who has any like you twice baby please i i know i know you're not me because i feel like gangbang listeners don't like that just got in into this they don't know the real me and the mess that i used to be used to i don't think you were on the level of my messiness no 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 i've never been a cokehead you know know what i mean i've never been a cokehead but you've only merely replaced the cocaine with star wars books so i think they get the fucking picture and I love that for me. I, I love that for me. Yeah, I love that you're reading. It makes my heart warm. Um, next, let's read The Piano Teacher by Alfred <laughs> Yellenek. the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> I uh, just started Exodus the other day. It's uh, it's fine so far. I'm not done talking about Donald Trump Jr. Go. I'm not done. You can't silence me. Go. I rise. I go rise. Go, Go. <laughs> Here's the truth. The absolute truth of the matter is that Donald Trump Jr. is classically masculine. He has frat boy coke head looks to him, and he has the dumb bovine cowish look in his eyes that give him the Paglian essence true. of the beautiful boy. And I think that he That's true. really gives me that everyman fantasy of like a classic male figure you'd encounter at the barbecue, at the football game, at the convenience store who's buying some beers while you're going to get cigarettes because you can't bear to face another day on earth. You see him and he strikes you with the urge of beauty. I get that from Donald Trump Jr. because he has this very unpracticed, unrehearsed, dull look in his eyes and a nice body and a face that's not awful. So I think he's hotter than most other people in politics and I've been talking for about a whole minute and that is my piece. I ag- won't argue against it. <laughs> I 
I literally was looking at the the Garage Band audio. I just did talk for a full minute about Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. Um, it's <laughs> fine. Gang bang. I think you're right. Gang bang. Here we are. Um. Well, I got that um, off my chest, so I feel I feel a, a lightness and um a weight off my shoulders. Speaking of, mm-hmm. Claudia Conway will debut on American Idol just in a week or so. I knew she was up to something, that little cunt. That, she faked being abused by her mother just so she could be voted by America on American Idol. And how pathetic. Remember when American Idol meant something? Oh my god, like 13 years ago? Like 13 years ago? Like literally. When When I was 27... Remember when it made when stars? I was when it made stars like Adam Lambert, a star. When it made stars like Catherine McPhee. Oh, I just confused her with Nanny McPhee. <laughs> well, <laughs> do you know Nanny McPhee? Yes, I know Nanny McPhee. Do you know Catherine McPhee? No. Do you know Nanny McPhee? <laughs> I know Nanny McPhee. She's a hag. Do you know Mario Lopez? Didn't she sing Believe? Nanny McPhee? Yeah. She's saying, do you believe in life? Isn't that <laughs> Nanny McPhee? <laughs> With the big hoggish wart on her chin. Yeah. Yeah. Nanny the McPhee. ugly nose, the ugly face, the Constantly ugly Constantly dressed that in Bob Mackie. McPhee, you know? She sang a song called Half Breed once. Oh, the, yes. She definitely did sing a song called Half Breed. And she also... Pretended to be Native American for a whole decade. Did she not? That's not even clear. Oh, whatever. Ava got mad at me this week because of our shared discourse. And I think she feels personally attacked because she has this delusional fantasy in her brain that she looks like Cher. Okay. um, Because I saw Ava commenting on the gangbang Twitter being like, when she says I'm crying something something, I take it as like, I'm laughing at something. No, something. no, no. She but she wasn't actually offended. No, 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 no. You no, 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 no. She was definitely like crying, laughing. But uh, I, I, and I think she thinks our share hatred is is actually quite cute, maybe. But she does um kind of stand share because she is convinced that she looks like indoctrinated. Her. No, because she's convinced that she looks like her, and she kind of does. They have the same hair look in a similar bone structure, but Ava's way prettier. Yeah. Ava's prettier, so please distance yourself from that. Um, we also have to remember that Cher had man. a team of people working to sell her mediocre music by making her look she pretty had, on the Cher Sunny had and Bob Cher Mackie, show. Yeah, she had Bob Cher Mackie. And Cher was calling Bob Mackie a faggot. You know, like, faggot, rhinestone me, faggot. Period. If Ava had Bob Mackie behind her, Ava would be the star. Period. Period. Stop knitting, queen. You will have somebody knitting for you. Exactly. <laughs> um, do we want to get into today's topics? We have a there's a lot of stuff that we can chat about this week for once. Oh, so many people are canceled. I I want your opinion on um Well, I think most interesting first person that got canceled this week, Joss Whedon got canceled. Hasn't he been canceled? What did he do now? Did he get me too? I know, but he got canceled again because Charisma Carpenter was like, (gasps) he's canceled. Oh, wait, what did she say? I don't know about this. You don't know about this? No, no, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. That, like, he was a fucking cunt during the whole process of Buffy and then Angel. And then when she got pregnant, she went up to him and she's like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, are you going to keep it or what? Okay, so he didn't, like, and he didn't, like, molest her or anything, right? Um, It wasn't sexual harassment, but it was um bad. Okay, um, do you want a hot take about this or or what? Well, give the hot take, but let me tell you first that even Sarah Michelle Gellar came out and said, I stand with her, as in, he has been a cunt. I am, like, it's I have no in- doubt. I have absolutely no doubt that he was a uh, annoying and difficult person to work with. I believe it completely. He told, he told Charisma Carpenter, are you going to keep it? I, Who um, says that? 
that's kind of funny you're to not, me, to you're be not quite pa- honest. <laughs> you're not Papa Don't Preach, bitch. You're Joss Whedon. I mean, Joss Whedon, um, I love Buffy. Do, do you like Buffy? I love Buffy. Yeah. Love I, um, Buffy. Shaped I love me. Buffy. And, you know, I think that it works well because Joss Whedon's really obnoxious voice translates really well to teenage women. No, no. You see, lies. Lies. Because. Okay. I looked when when the story came out two days ago. Then I went and looked into the finer details. And Joss Whedon has always been just the executive producer. I think he's, like, I think he's than, written or, and directed quite no, a few episodes. Er, no, he has, but earlier than halfway through. So when really the show has become the show that we all know and love. It was um, women and a lot of other people that were actually... Uh, leading the writer's room and basically the Buffy production. He he was, like, moving on to other things, and it was just existing. Oh. So by the time we actually think of Buffy the way we know Buffy, which is what, like, what, season well, two, three onwards, uh, yeah. he, 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 was, he was just kind of, like, Green lighting stuff. I, okay, I will say that's that probably other true, but have come up with. But the way that TV production works, so is, I, I, w- I will not give him his flowers. No, no, I'll, I'll just say I think. And that, also, the Avengers. Oi. He directed the first. He he wrote and directed the first Avengers yeah. movie. Yeah, and that movie sucks. Ass. No, no, no. See, I hate that. That's movie. what I'm saying because that movie is not about teenage girls. Like <laughs> his his voice doesn't translate well to superheroes and classically masculine like figures and stuff. It works well in, like, a pithy, bitchy way, and that's why I think Buffy works. And I know you're saying that he didn't write as much. He wrote quite a lot after he was just executive producing, and I know this to be true. And um, I I think that he has at least a strong grasp on the way that the voices were shaped for those characters. Um, My favorite seasons are two. Oh, no, I'm not denying that. Like, the the body episode, he had a huge part in that. So good. I forgot about that. No, no, Thanks for Zach, reminding that me. episode, that episode, I, I'm going to say, I don't care, the pod, whatever. I'm just going to lay it out because I don't care. What? Um, <laughs> Spit it out, bitch. When the, No, no, no. It, it's nothing. It's no drama or anything. Uh, okay. It's just, just spit sad. it out. Just say it. Um, My grandma uh, died. Ha ha. Ha <laughs> That's what you get for last week, you pig. <laughs> My grandma died. I was <laughs> raped. Dead grandma's Wait, rape okay. fantasies gangbang. Okay, so your grandma died, and then what? Let me try again. I'm waiting for the American rap. Uh, American life rap. <laughs> Let me try again. <laughs> My grandma died. I drink a soy latte. I get a double shot. It goes through my body, and it you know I'm satisfied. And you know I'm satisfied. I, I drive a mini cooper, co- oh, and you okay. know I'm super duper. Yeah, they tell me I'm a trooper, and you know I'm satisfied. And you know I'm satisfied. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, continue about your dead grandma. Anyway, so um, my grandma died. <laughs> my gang rape. My grandma died, <laughs> and then I um I left the hospital, and I had just bought the, like, Buffy DVD, and I was, like, watching through the seasons, and literally the first episode that was, because I'd never watched it, so I was, like, click the next episode that was left in the DVD player. That's how long that was. Um, (laughs) After she died, and it was the fucking body. It was the body episode, so my grandma died, and I had to watch, like, Buffy, like, deal with her mother dying, and, um... Oh, it was Jesus something, Christ. you know. In the memory of your dead grandma, just a big fat Buffy belch. I mi- I miss you, grandma. <laughs> um, I, ju- I just knew her cunt was like hairy. She had the oh, World War Two. Oh God. Okay. Um, I I will leave my last little comment about Buffy and the Joss Whedon stuff. Is I think it's a it's a a show that may not age so well. However. It did have a lot of emotionally resonant moments for me, and season six with uh, Willow turning into a scary antagonist witch was, like, a really thrilling moment for me on TV and showed me, like, 
um, a lot of like the gothic, like terrible ways that people can become horrible in their own lives. And I, I really loved that. Um, and I am 100% sure Joss Whedon. 1997. Was... The show started in 97. That's crazy. Yeah, I was, I was one years old. I was 45. Um... Fuck you, but kinda. Yeah. No, I was like two. Yeah, but um, yeah, I was uh, two. By age two, though, I, you're serving me forty-five. I can see the facial hair already. <laughs> <popping in. laughs> Fuck you. You're gonna look like the Drag Race babies from that episode when they humiliated the contestants by making them like put bibs on and dance around. That's how you looked. That was so embarrassing. Why would they make them do that? <laughs> I know. By the way, I love a horror. I'm such an a horror stan now. Oh, I'm kind of standing her too, actually. We'll get onto it later. I like. But... I... Yeah. You just want to do drag race now? Or did you... were there more people who were canceled? You want to talk about? Oh, uh, there were more people that were canceled, like Gina Carano. Don't. Oh. Fired from oh. The Mandalorian. Okay, that's your lane. Do you have a comment? Um. Well, no. I'm waiting for your comment since you always seem to have a hot take. I don't have a hot take about this because I haven't seen The Mandalorian and I don't even know what she said and she doesn't look hot to me. So my interest in her is very minimal. (laughs) Are you calling her a dyke? I mean, no. Not all dykes are ugly. (laughs) She's got an animal face. Okay, next. Okay. 10th anniversary of Friday with that remix. Okay, are we going to get into this? I am so... No, let me just get this out of my thing. Yeah, spit it I out, was baby. So ma- the day it dropped, all these fucking faggots were being like, you know who should really be crediting it hyperpop for? It's fucking Rebecca Black. Oh, please. No, Rebecca Black was a cunt whose family could afford a production company that could create for her a single. The fact it became cult in all of the worst ways, like she was literally about to kill herself, does not make it the uh, fucking, what is the ESL word? The uh, the sensation. Hyperpop. Oh, okay. Very no, nicely done. Oh my God. Shit. Look at you go. Look at me. Queen. I bet old man in the sea. Okay, lovely. Uh, anyway, I have, she's I have a, a cunt. Okay, I have a I have a thought about this because I um I was a very I'm just early not about the the history. A pre- no no uh, sorry. Let me just I'm I'm just gonna yeah 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 just just go um, for it. Finish you, you your, your pre- big you fat pre- ESL thoughts. Let's hear it. Yes, because I have a big fat mouth. Big fat mouth that they... does not match the tiny little cock. So what is it? Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> why did you have to drag my boyfriend like this? Oh, um, you you can <laughs> praise her uh-huh. without dragging her music, mm-hmm. and by music I mean whatever Friday, it is that she's doing. Yeah, what what else is there without having to fucking reread history? Yeah. Friday was not the birth of anything. Anything. Okay. Nobody, nobody, nothing. Okay, okay, I got nothing. it. I got it. We got it. Can I make my piece now? Like, sh- no, but it pisses Ugh. me off. Okay. I, it pisses me off. Fuck that cunt. Okay, we got it. She can cry all she Ugh. wants on BuzzFeed. I don't care. <laughs> Not she, on she, BuzzFeed. <laughs> like, no, she did. No, I'm she laughing. It's true. Like, I know, I know, I know. I'm I was laughing. bullied because that was the first viral bullying. Bitch. Okay, I'm merely laughing because well, it's true. Well, maybe you deserve to, bitch. Uh, okay, now shut up. Because that song was fucking ass. We got it. Okay, we got it. My God. Okay, Th- that sounded like my Donald Trump rant, honestly. <clears throat> so now listen. And there's no foot pics. Of Rebecca Black? Did you no, look? Donald oh, Trump thank Jr. God. I was scared. Okay, um, I have a long history of Rebecca Black, actually. Not the long history. No, I do. Because when Friday came out and I was in high school, I immediately thought it was kind of the moment. Because I thought it was so campy and stupid. And then watching her flail around and watching the public response to it as they just, like, berated this child for a really terrible song that, like, her rich parents bought for her as a birthday present. I thought it was extremely camp. And so... I was very invested at first in her 
career because she immediately released a bunch of singles like a few months later, like trying to reconcile. And she did one called My Moment. Do you know this? No. And My Moment is this song where she is like reconciling with the grief of having to experience Friday. And it's so stupid. And it's like her in this really light color video, like running around with this dress on. And just trying to be like, I'm strong in the face of Friday. I think it's camp and classic. And then she has a song called Person of Interest where she's like running around in a bowling alley with a subpar looking teenage boy with like that Justin Bieber mushroom haircut. You seem to know and a lot. I, I told you I have a long history with her because I thought she was fascinating when I was like a freshman in high school and this was I all think happening. You guys are the same age. We're, I think we actually might be the same age. Let me you check. Know- you know my my senior year prank was playing Friday on the speakers all day. Okay, she's one year younger than me. Okay, uh, so let me take I, it back. I, I was not a senior when that song came out. Oh. <laughs> um, I was eleven. Oh yeah, he uh, he was out of the crib. I was out of the crib. Um, I will but say, I do have I do have a history I, let, let, let with that song. Really quick. Let me finish really quick. I'm not, I'm not quite done. Because I got over okay. her when she tried to transition to this, like, oh, my God, I'm a victim. Like, BuzzFeed, listen to my story of survival. Like, oh, my God. And then she would, like, did a YouTube thing. And now she's the jumping with Dorian Electra and hyper pop and, like, trying to, like, reconcile her career that way. And I just don't think she's cut out for it. She's not. I mean, um, well, I don't want to. What, you don't want to be misogynistic on gangbang first yeah, time? No, no <laughs> the first time, I don't want to be a misogynist, especially if right after this, we're going to be like, okay, so let's now talk about free Britney. <laughs> oh, God. But, <laughs> oh, first of all, hashtag free Britney, Rebecca Black, an ugly cunt. <laughs> But um, um, to uh, my gay really little brain, I kind of thought she was oh. cute when I first saw Friday. I like, Ooh. I thought like Rebecca Black. I she was, looks like I an was approachable, 18, popular I was girl. Years old. I was no, I was seventeen years old, and she was the most annoying bitch on the internet. Because the internet, that's what the internet told me to think. Okay, so I want to say something else about this really quick because just we like, haven't even no, talked no, about the wait, re- let me finish. Oh. Just like with the Britney movement, like. Don't shame the generation that was like 10, no, that was like 5 to 15 at the time for like feeding into the frenzy. Cause like, no, it was all, it was all boomer. It was like everyone over us. But at the same time, it's like, I don't really think that there's like a necessary shaming narrative here. Like she was a teenager who went viral and it was a terrible song and she got like pointed out. Oh, with at Rebecca Black? At. Oh, yeah. she does no. Like, I'm sorry, she felt bad, but that song was shit. So I don't give a fuck. That no, song and I was think, fucking shit. No, I agree, and I mean, so I think take it's it. Take oh, it. You got to be in a video with Katy. We Perry. got it. We I'm got it. I'm supposed to feel bad for you. I'm not Shut feeling the bad for you. Fuck up. I wasn't. I, I was agree in a with, with you. Katy Perry, you. F- oh, this is so annoying. I agree with you. And you said Kim Kardashian as well. You drunk ass motherfucking. I did not say Kim Kardashian. I said Katy bit. Perry. You fucking. You said bitch. Kim. You stuttered. I heard you. Well, bitch. I agree with you because I think part of the camp of it all is that she's like this rich little California girl whose like parents like had like. $40,000 to, like, spare on, like, a music video for her as a birthday present. Like, I think that it makes it part of the camp. And what I want to say about the remix is that I think it's completely unsuccessful and that if she had actually wanted to do something interesting, she would have, like, completely remade it and done it from a new point of view and, like, been doing lines of coke. Like, she should have been doing something interesting, you know? And it was just the same thing, but with Dorian Electra and Big Frida screaming on top of it. I I actually think what she did with it was probably the, the smartest option. I think... Because it worked. I thought... The, the original song agree. is... Fu- no, wait. The original song is fucking ass. And... The remix, it came out, and literally the whole, my whole 
fucking timeline was like, this is camp. This is camp. Yes, queen. Hyper pop queen. Oh my God, here she goes. The queen of camp. And it's like, uh, no, but if she was able to fool the general public into rewriting her own narrative, then good for her. Well, the thing you're missing about this, you know is what that I mean? You, you're thinking that it's just that it's like it's larger than it is. It's literally hyper pop faggots on Twitter because that's the only people who investigated a, but, this but at all. There's there's no other place that the hyper pop faggots exist. So, no, I, I don't. I think she shouldn't have done it through hyper pop because I think that the genre what, is like. What a, was it going to be? A David Guetta? That's not 2007. No, you're not. Let me finish my sentence, you fucking. Is there a slur for Italians? Is there one? I don't Guido. know any. Guido is so offensive. Oh my God. Yeah, okay. Oh I'll my God. I'm Guido now and I need you to pipe down. Ugh. <laughs> Pipe down, Guido. Um, oh. I, my point is that hyperpop is already, like, ironic and, like, overplayed at this point. Like, the entire gig of it is understood. So it loses camp because it's too intentional. And I think it would have been more interesting if she had approached it more straight-laced. Or if she had gone way more experimental with it. Or I just find that this whole method of it is really tacky and I don't like watching big Frida get like dragged around by whoever will book her and I blame Beyonce for this um can we take a break because I'm pissing my pants yeah now I don't have to explain why I think it's about Beyonce which I'm right about by the yeah, way yeah anyway, because I don't want to do that yeah because okay. you're you're scared you're scared <laughs> help me Okay, the big baby has to go pee-pee her in her diaper, so. Fuck you. My pee-pee's <laughs> okay. so small. My pee-pee's so small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, no, you, I'm going to go smoke. You go pee. <laughs> well, I'm going to pee and smoke. Okay, Yeah, bye. I know, I know. Okay, bye. Free Britney! I guess. Also, um, well, no, not also. Just, I don't particularly care about Britney Spears. Okay, so I need to stop you right there because I think Britney Spears is an absolute icon of femininity and shocking beauty and womanhood in America. I think maybe from your ESL perspective, as someone who's never even been to America, you can't understand what she meant and represented, but, like, Anyone growing up around the time that I was, like, knows that Britney Spears is, like, a sheer totem of all feminine chaos and disaster on Earth. That's a lie. Because you're younger, you're younger than me. And, yeah, and even I shaped did not it for me. peak Britney Spears. No, but I, didn't I was... Even, like, my favorite Britney Spears song is Stronger... And I didn't even know that song existed until it was, like, 20 years old. Yeah, because you were sucking dick in Singapore. Uh, <laughs> I can't help you with that. I was... The first CD that I ever owned was a copy of Oops, I Did It Again. And I played it on my Walkman all the time. I, like, in America, gay. unavoidable. Everyone... Yeah, gay. Everyone had a copy of some Britney Spears. She was, like... What Utada's first love was in Japan. Like, everybody had Britney. Everyone knew her. Everyone is about her. Her image was everywhere. She is, like, a pagan goddess of womanhood in America. Like, I But that, don't... that is why it's... I don't know. I have thoughts. Yeah, I you can know. have thoughts. And I honestly think that a lot of her career does not stand up musically. But its influence, I think, is uncontestable and she has but her influence al- on music is not her influence no, yeah yeah, yeah like, but it doesn't matter max martin it, it doesn't yeah, so yeah, yeah it I'm, doesn't no it doesn't matter listen i'm gonna stop you this time you fucking guido listen up it doesn't matter because she was the vessel and she had a strong work ethic and she was able to manifest that vision in a way that I don't think a lot of other people could at that time. It, maybe she was just the right girl in the right place at the right time, but nonetheless, she did. 
Yes. Got it? Got it? No, I don't need to hear yes. any more slander about it. So now I, we can talk I about will n- I will n- I would No, you know what? I will slander her publicly. But um I am I I just don't like the whole I am so happy and mm-hmm. proud of the free Britney movement becoming what it is. Okay, let it maybe let's, let's take even it from like bigger. The, from square one. Like let's like kind of um, unpack. The no, whole wait, thing. Like, wait. Let me finish. Well, I we're jump. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Is all. Okay. See, this is why I didn't want to get ahead of ourselves because I think we really should look at the documentary first and then comment after because I I think that our opinions actually align more than you you think they do. But we we have to start from the beginning. Okay. Okay. Let's start from the very beginning. So free Britney. Um, kicked off from a podcast about Britney's Instagram, and they were kind of the ones who noticed and publicized that her conservatorship um, by her father, which she's been under since her um, very public anxiety breakdown um, pre-blackout record, um, they were kind of the ones who broke the story. And then it went around on the internet for a while. There were, like, some attention for it, and it kind of popped off even more when she um, indefinitely canceled her Vegas residency. And since then, it's been around that, and that kind was, of... That, that, to me, was the moment in the documentary that I actually well, wanted to I'm telling you about. to wait until we get there, okay? Let, 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 we gotta I'm get not dragging there. you. I, I was just explaining that. I was just saying that's what I wanted to learn more about from the documentary. Right, okay. So we basically have the free Britney narrative floating around. It's like pretty popular on Stan Twitter. Like it gets some public press. But then um I guess last week is when the New York Times on Hulu debuted their documentary film um framing Britney about the entire matter. And it's allegedly describing the free Britney movement. But like you said, I think it really is I think the movie overall is completely artless and stupid. I like I hate it's very bland. Very it's very, very bland. bland. I really hate like this genre of Netflix documentaries where they're just like showing you things with like did you see the Paris Hilton documentary on YouTube? Oh my god. Never even touched upon her racism. I mean, whatever. But like you you saw that? Yeah. It's awful. When she drops, like, millions of dollars on the floor and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. The only time it's good is when it's, like, camp from, like, her, like, attacking her boyfriend and, like, being obnoxious and, like, throwing her laptops around and then being like, carry my laptop. I need somebody to carry my laptop. Um, Oh, my God. I can't. You broke another laptop of mine. Somebody give me another Apple Macintosh. And then. Yes, I can go put it in my closet with the other 500 of them. Because I have, I, whenever I get a new boyfriend, I have to get a and new boyfriend. First of all, it's just so, I, I just find it so ironic that you and me are about to have a conversation over the media is such a misogynistic place. First of all, Cher is a fucking dying old friend. <laughs> She's a fading light that I hope whew, fades out soon. With that well, said, Brittany is a shining bright star. Okay, I just think that, like, this brand... Share. Of... Fade. Fading. Okay, I'll try it again. I think that Riddle these... Riddle bones. Um... Okay, I'll try it for a third time. I think that these, like, the documentaries where it's, like... It's about a famous woman, right? It's about a glamorous famous woman, and it's about, like, her fall, and it's about her trauma, and it's about her struggle, and it's about her rise. I find it all to be very contrived and, like, very, like, YouTube, like, serial killer, expose, true crime. And I find it to be detestable. If you had let me finish, like, Britney is the perfect subject for this kind of trauma fodder because she is, like, legally confined to not giving interviews and not having a voice. So people can craft whatever narrative they want about her, and they can appeal to any emotion and 
try to evoke these feelings of trauma because she's not allowed to speak in some capacity. So I I think that it kind of is like lightning in a bottle for this to be happening right now because people can suppose their own ideas about what's going on and there's no way to contest it. It's, It's very that, you know what I mean? I agree, and the the documentary touched upon that, especially um, the, uh, talking about that pod that like looks through her Instagram. Yeah, I don't I don't think she's that smart. I'm just gonna say it. I don't think she's that smart to okay. um, yeah. to 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 be that conniving. Right. Well, now um, I think we should ask the question of like, is she trying to like? Is Britney trying to liberate herself that way? I really do not think that her Instagram posts are trying to do that. And another thing that I think is that I think that Britney Spears has had several severe mental crises and she needed help. And I think the documentary is good in suggesting that she tried to get people outside of her father to represent her in the conservatorship. But at the same time, I do also think that like she was a a woman having a really difficult moment and I think that we are not informed as to a lot of things that are going on and I I think that I can't say for sure because I'm not legally acquainted with this like I've only like just seen what the media has represented it as but I honestly think that probably like there's some justification as to why this has happened so the documentary leaves out the whole thing about Lou Taylor. And yeah. the whole documentary does leave out a lot of the fact that, like, the whole picture, like, Britney was really sm- had a cigarette in her mouth driving with a baby on her lap. Now, is that fucked? As a European, that is fucked up for me to judge upon. Yeah, you but can't that do anything happen. about that. Yeah. And, like you said, what was the conservatorship maybe right to begin with yes should but no i i want to make it clear that i I don't think that i i honestly think that her dad might have some ill will in the matter i think that there's i do think he does i do think so and i think there's definitely like a problem going on and like there needs to be a reconciliation with the conservatorship and it should probably be handled by other people but at the same time like like you're saying i think that britney was in a crisis and i think that she was probably not capable, at least at one point, of responsibly managing her children, her life, and her money, and her career. And I am not a legal representative. I don't know that much about this stuff. I just understand that someone like that needs help in some way. And a lot of people need that help, and they don't get it, and then they die. Wow. <laughs> I mean, am, am I wrong? Like, a lot no, you, of of famous people have died because they don't get help when they need it. No, but, but do, do, okay, you can believe what you want to believe and you have your opinions. I am so against the conservatorship that Bernie is up against now. I well, think I just think it's, it's impossible to say because we don't know that much. and like No, but because even... Even through the the most basic understanding of the law, they say literally in the first, like, five minutes of the documentary, and they've been saying it for years, a conservatorship means that the person is basically not human. Like, they cannot wipe their ass. Okay, I know, so, but this is kind. This is a little bit of a misrepresentation on top of, on on part of the documentary. There are a lot of cases of conservatorship. Yeah, but not somebody at like somebody at her level. No, including people when at her Brittany, level. No, Zach. When Britney announced her concerts in, I think it was um, Turkey, and maybe I'm being dumb right now. But when she announced her, uh, it, it it aligned with the national fucking elections, and they had to delay the elections because Britney was coming to the country, and that okay, so was what? her piece of me tour like two years ago, three years ago. So, so what is, how can what is somebody that? that has that power 
not also have the power to go to 7-Eleven and buy, like, a fucking piece of toast? No, but the thing that's being misrepresented like, is that, like, you're going she to, does, you're go- like, she, can dr- she can't drive there. Which I think is ridiculous. Like I'm, I have already said I don't agree with obviously a way, the way that the conservatorship is being conducted and by who's operating it. That's not what I'm. I'm not saying that like she shouldn't be able to do that. And but at the same time, like just because someone's agents are able to book them a gig somewhere at during that kind that time does not mean that they are a mentally well person who's capable of making decisions for themselves. No, but. No, you can't say you booked them a gig when it's a world tour. Okay, well, excuse my language, but it's somebody booked the world tour for her. Like, her career and her back catalog did that and her legacy. Ugh. No, listen, you're, you're misrepresenting what I'm saying because I've already agreed with you that the conservatorship is being misconducted and is being represented by bad people. But you're saying that conservatorships are only conducted in cases of people who have no mental ability, like, virtually at all. And that that's, is not that's the case. What, that's what it is. Well, that's what the documentary told you, but that's not the case. There are lots of cases of, of people in conservatorships who are victims of alcoholism and of drug abuse or of mental health instability and they get put under conservatorships because of those reasons i'm not saying that britney is any one of those because i do not know i am completely in agreement that her her conservatorship is being misused somehow and that it's not working well and that I think her father has bad interests in her. But at the same time, I do think that at one point or another, at least from the evidence that I've seen and what I can infer, is that this woman who is capable of going to work and capable of showing up and singing and, and traveling and getting getting to her job and doing it. And I, I think that there is an element missing that we're not seeing and has not been publicized. That's basically my entire argument. As to why this exists. I totally agree with you. Like, none of this argument is real. It's it's beyond hypothetical. No, it literally is. Because there's no way for anyone to truly understand what has happened or what's going on. Exactly. And even, even, even this specific documentary had an angle... No, it had um, an extreme angle. It's very extre- biased. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't disagree with the angle because I agree with the angle, so I can't fight it. But I can't be, I can't say it did not have an angle because it was super being like, this is our point of view. Here is our journalistic interpretation of our point of view to prove our point and everything else per. Well, yeah, because nothing else like stirs empathy and support these days and like activists standing up to something and of course this movie spends 20 minutes on the weird britney faggots and stands oh, standing was outside ter- of her that courtroom was, that with an was iphone i i cannot and like I'm oh my so god my look at these activists <clears throat> oh my god look at these activists look at look at these legends who are doing the work and it's like a bunch of people standing outside of the imagine Google wasting dog. your time um, <laughs> so you can update the Britney girls, like please. That that fat bitch being like, oh my god, Jamie is outside the courthouse now. Like, um, yeah, that girl looked like she was waiting for her Uber Eats to pull up on the corner and deliver her like Carl's Jr. Yeah, what? No, did you? If you actually saw the movie, like when she got into the car, the car bounced. Um, but um, <laughs> she was like. I'm done at the courthouse. The car were like, bump. Um, <laughs> My God. <laughs> I also love all these people with their masks on as well. And they all said free Britney and they were all so beautiful. And Can you imagine free- owning a free Britney mask? Like I'd shoot myself before I had a free Britney mask. I w- putting a message on your mask is like horrific. I love Britney. Stronger is my favorite song. Um, good luck with Sharknado 18. <laughs> the moon landing wasn't real. 
Well, depends on what. Um... Oh, God. I knew it. I knew it. The moon landing was real, you idiot. Please. But I was going to make a joke about Ryan Gosling, but I just couldn't what? come up with this Ryan name. Gosling? Why him? Because of that moon landing movie. Oh, my God. No one watched that. I love that. In IMAX, oh, I love no. that. Oh, my God. I thought you were about to make a joke. It was like the only Oscar Oscar chance that fucking like um Royal Cunt had. Who? The one that like played the Queen. Who? Exactly. No, I don't know. Who? The one that Helena played the Queen. Helena Bowen Carter? No, ew. I don't know who you're talking about. Exactly, I felt played so the bad queen for in her. what? In what? In the crown. Oh my god! No! 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 The crown is not real. I, I have no evidence that the crown exists. That show never been aired. It's a psyop. The crown does not exist. That is a conspiracy theory worth investigating. Janet's nip slip. No, the crown not being a real <laughs> show that no one's actually ever seen. Now that's real. You know what's very real? The fact the crown that crown not no, being I, real. That no, I don't care what you think. I just no. Care I'm about right about this. The crown not is not real. Foot pigs. Nobody. Oh. Nobody sent me foot pigs. Where are the foot? That's pigs? not true. Gustav sent you foot pigs this week. I have not opened his chat. Don't please don't. Because he scared me a little bit. Yeah, I. I uh, I had a fight with him actually this week because he had. He gave me top shit. power, and that uh, that uh, brings me off my balance. Yeah, he was hitting on too many of my friends this week, and I confronted him about it in a joking way yesterday, and he took it really seriously and got mad at me. Well, we've reconciled today. I just wish that like some people would not hit on every single friend that I have. That'd be nice. You have friends. Yeah, I do. And Gustav has <laughs> slept with some of them. I don't have friends. Yeah, I know. I said that earlier and you tried to make a fuss about how that's not true. Well, uh, I said that out loud again, thinking you were going to, like, defend me or something. Uh, no. You got me and, like, your Star Wars books and your mom. And your hot dad. <sighs> not my mom. After I told you I had to make joints for her and her friends. Yeah, and your dead grandma. You can talk to her ghost. My grandma's dead. She died. <laughs> She's dead. How did she die? Just, like, from being old or, like, something else? She literally died from being old. That, like, she exploded. The neighbor came up and was like, <laughs> she smelled, like, corpse. <laughs> oh, no, that's really graphic. She she literally, he literally said she exploded. Her whole body just excreted. Oh, did she like shit and pee as well? She shitted and peed. <laughs> you know that can happen to a corpse, you know? Like when they die, like your sphincter relaxes. So if you have like digested shit yeah. in your body, it'll come out. Yeah. Ooh. Exactly. So, you're, so she dead shitted grandma and shit. She shitted <laughs> and, and peed. Not only did. Oh, I have dementia. Not only that. Here's me dying and like, where, like do, do you know where they found her? Was like a bed face. or like was she like on the kitchen floor or something? No, she was in the bed. She was in a hospital bed. I uh, don't have a maid. Have Maybe I can get one of these life. straight men off Tinder to do it for me. One of them was like really wants me to like verbally degrade him, but like I don't really feel confident well, to do that in Japanese. One of, your, one of your maids to clean up your grandmother's corpse. What about uh, that? Sounds like another day in the bourgeoisie. Well, I don't like this conversation, so... I'm sorry that your uh, grandma's dead, and I'm sorry about the traumatic uh, no, circumstances in which they found her. Grandmother. What, what, it's not <laughs> a thing. I don't care about her. Uh, do you have any, any more dead. topics that like, you want to close yes, out on? I have, I, I, I've had so many topics. Okay, pick the best one, and we'll do one more. Oh, God. Okay. Let me choose... Uh, I feel like shit. Oh, I know. I want to know what you think about the Powerpuff Girls remake. <laughs> That's what you want to hear about? It's it's on the CW or something, right? 
Yeah, but well, you you know about what the plot would be, right? Yeah, it's like they're all like dejected millennials. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, honestly, it could work because we've seen the CW do season six of Buffy, as I mentioned earlier. That worked, and it shouldn't Don't have worked. Do not. What? That was no, I think it, it could. Ago. Yeah, I'm saying it could work. I don't think it will. Because no TV show since, guess what, HBO Girls has been able to portray, <laughs> like, dejected millennials in any intelligent way. Like, what are you going to have me watch? Like, Search Party? No. No, you do like, not get to drag Search Party while simultaneously up... Uh, Put up with uh, HBO uh, Lena Dunham. I don't show. care what you think because you haven't seen Girls. I have I have so watched Girls up until season two and a half. Yeah, so you have not seen Girls because you haven't even seen the Panic and Central have Park. Seen you the haven't seen when Hannah goes to Lena Iowa. Dunham's latest show and it looks like fucking ass. Well, she, no, but she only directed the it pilot. It's not, it's not her show. It's not her show. She only directed the pilot. Well, it's got her name on it. Yeah, because she directed the pilot. Like, that means shit. You cannot name a show from the last 10 years that's better than Girls to me. Search Party. (laughs) (laughs) Search Party is the worst show I've ever seen. You lie. No, I'm serious. I hate it. Um, I I guess the the good place is okay. But I find that it's Dude, a little no, the, no. You see, no, you see. This is where you lose me. What? You will disregard Search Party over the Good Place. Well, I was about to, I was about to go on to drag it. I think that like it is okay for two the seasons, and then it became too aware. Jamila, like, oh. Jamil. Oh please! I have every disease in the book. Oh, oh, my <laughs> I bones hate are riddle. She's cast really well in that role because her role is as a prissy socialite. Like, she was cast really well. She didn't even have to act in that role. I'm so drunk. This episode is a mess. Well, it was fine up until, I don't know. It's fine. The episode's fine. You always say that, and then you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to kill myself because of the episode. And then it comes out, and then everyone has nothing but nice things to say about it. You know? What my whole being was, was... Me tweeting a Madonna video and then disappearing for five days and having somebody have to DM me being like, are are you alive? (laughs) Are you okay? Uh And that used to be who I was. And now here I live at the mercy of other people being like, yes, I'm alive. I can't even joke anymore. Honestly, moving to a country where I just, like, literally cannot do drugs anymore has been delightful and has cleansed my soul. And I live for my my creative output and it has just taken a little bit of realignment to get out of uh, drug mode. And I feel like you probably feel the same way, maybe. No, I miss cocaine. Oh. I, I mean, you can miss cocaine, cocaine and still feel like, I don't know, I feel better than when I was doing a lot of drugs. Well, yeah, of a fucking course, I feel fucking great. Well, that period. That's mean, that's what counts. I I, I, I don't want to wake up not being able to breathe. That's what I want. Yeah, I mean, I do want, I do want drugs, like no doubt. But I, uh, I'm not doing them, and there's nothing that can be helped about that. Save it for the gangbang real life party. Oh yeah, when the gangbang live meetup happens in Thailand, it's going to be a a disaster. We're going to have to record the podcast like the second I get there because if we don't do it immediately, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and like one of us will him- die. I think you'll die, honestly. I think I'll live. I'm just waiting for the day until like, the American government under somebody or other starts a podcasting artistic fund and then just like pays me to live off like my glamorous emotional work that I do. I don't even know what we've been talking about. I don't know. I think it's, it's time we wrap up. (laughs) Yeah. Let's wrap up. I I have no idea what this episode has been about. I'm so sorry. And you listeners. um... Why do you keep doing that? (laughs) It's fine. Don't be so self-conscious. It's fine. 
I'm podcast not is what it is. I literally just pissed myself a little bit. So <laughs> for the third time this episode, perhaps we're gonna have to strap a, a like a, an adult diaper to you next week. Mm. Hey, I have a question. Do I have a vocal fry? Yes, heavily. I think it's nice though. Is it bad? That wasn't part of the question. <laughs> well, do you do you dislike it? Is it annoying? I, you you do not get to ask me if you have a um, vocal fry. Is that how I talk? <laughs> I really have no idea. I don't. I, do I really talk like that? I'm ESL, so don't ask me. Yeah, well, we already know what you talk like. I'm asking about me for once. Do I have a vocal fry that bad? I didn't even realize. Wait, I just you heard just it. You sound like a fag. Take it. Well, I know that. I know that. I've sounded like a fag since sixth grade. Like, that's not surprising to me. But Her. I'm just... But the, the the fry, I don't I don't know about that. Do you it's know how I... Fry. I it's fry. Well, do you know how I heard about the fry? It was because people were discussing the most recent I'm So Popular episode on Reddit. <laughs> and they're like, oh my god, two queens with vocal fries. <laughs> I was like... Like, That's crazy really- how you used to have gang pack, gang bang on your fucking bio and then you <laughs> took it out. It's because it didn't look good. took that shit out. It didn't look good in the bio and I can't figure out a way to include all of the necessary information without the gang bang at looking hideous in the bio. Oh, that's crazy, isn't it? How, what what do you think I should do? Like, how about write a good bio for me that includes both "I'm so popular" and "I am not a copywriter." Say. I'm just a faggot <laughs> living his life. I'm not ashamed of gangbang. Like, I'm very look, much looking forward to retweeting this. It feels, you know, it does honestly feel like you are ashamed of gangbang. I'm not. I'm not. I just I view gangbang as your show. It feels like you view gangbang as your like. Expedition. <laughs> what is it? Like an expedition into what? <laughs> yes, so. <laughs> I get to do that every day at work anyway. I don't need that for this. That's not the reason I do that is to um, observe the fucking chimpanzee in the wild like Jane Goodall struggling to sign English. Like, that's not it. I'm, I, I want to make it clear I'm not ashamed of gangbang. I just like to... Have it be your show, and it's the one that I'm second mic on, and I think it leads to a more artistic capability from you, and you get to craft the show as you want it to be. Bitch, what what is this show? I I, I just get drunk and have you on. That's well, <laughs> I think that's art in itself. It's very Tennessee Williams, is it not? Yeah. Okay. So. Um... It's two Blanche Duboises sitting in a room and screaming at each other drunk trying to convince each other of their fantasies. We didn't say fuck you. No, we're not done yet. When did you stop recording? Oh, put it back on, idiot. Okay, are you recording? Yeah. Leave that all in. Like, it'll just it'll be a funny audio moment. Um, fuck you, David, for thinking that we were done with gangbang before saying fuck you, share, you idiot. I'm so, I'm, I'm so stupid. I, 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 I do not speak English. I'm so stupid. I don't know. Uh, fuck you. Ah. Uh. Fuck you. No, let me go. Let me do it. Okay, go. Fuck you, Cher. Fuck you, Kylie Minogue. Fuck you, Elton John. And fuck you, Cindy Lauper. Fuck you, Hags. Uh Fuck you. And fuck you. Fuck. If you don't think we have not mentioned you, then fuck you. Oh, and I'm going to say fuck you to people who have less followers than me on Twitter and then I follow them and they don't follow me back. I find that to be really offensive. Well, actually, I, I, I was so offensive for no reason. What I meant was, fuck you, Hitler. And oh. um, I feel like we can all agree on that. So I guess most of us anyway, but who knows? <laughs> I don't know about our and, listenership these days. 
Oh, um, I have one. Fuck you, Hillary Clinton. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, Hillary fuck Clinton. you, Hillary Clinton. I can't believe that one day she just like decided to wake up and say that Nancy Reagan like solved AIDS. <laughs> what an idiot. Fuck okay, you, Okay, tell me about millennial. Did you just call Nancy Reagan Nancy Reagan? Nancy Reagan. What am I supposed to say? Nancy Reagan? What do you want from me? He said Nancy Reagan. Oh. Well, I have just one thing to say. And if you're going to act like a bitch... Then you're going to die like a bitch. Ugh, gangbang.